The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are only those of the participants and not necessarily those of Village Presbyterian Church or the PCUSA. Welcome to Millennial Ministry, the podcast of young adults of Village Presbyterian Church. With me, as usual, is Hallie. Hello. Trenton. Hey there. This week we also have Cam. How are you doing? Hey, everybody. And we have a very special guest. We have Pastor Tom. How you doing? Yay! First question, pastor or reverend? Uh, Tom. Just Tom. Just yeah. straight up Tom. Yeah. All right. Tom is short for Thomas. Again, yes. <laughs> will you confess your middle name on this podcast? I will. Middle name is Lorraine, and it's, uh, it's it is my sugar. grandmother's name. And she tried to tell me that she was named for her father, who was named Lorraine. Um, but I found documentation on him, and he was named Lauren. And that's a little different. <laughs> L-O, how do you spell it? L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E. Many people think it's uh, a woman's name. So, but you have a family name, but not really, is what you have. Yeah. And that's what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a good story. And I'm a junior, so there's another. There's Lorraine another Lorraine. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm so, learning a lot of stuff about you. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a whole new experience listening to you preach and be sitting there going, "I know some." I know some facts. Can we tell the young adults that you're the sixth generation? I think you just did. <laughs> and there's already a seventh generation Whoops. coming up. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth generation in uh, ministry in the Presbyterian Church. Goes back before the Civil War. So you're great. How many greats is that back? Several. <laughs> great. I counted. I haven't counted. Have you ever done one of those? Uh, Ancestry. Yeah. Have you ever done one of those? Ancestry.com? Yeah. No, I haven't. Do you have like a lineage, like books in your family? I have. Uh, so this work actually goes through my mom's side. Um, my mom was a pastor too. Um, so both of my parents were pastors. And so my mom's side, on my dad's side, we go back two generations to South Carolina. That's it. Because my grandfather didn't want to uh, study in his heritage. So we're starting um, just getting to know Tom a little bit today and then going to talk a little bit about um, our confessions that we are doing. And Cam is our expert question asker. Is that something I want to be known for? I think so. That's a I great gift. Curiosity just curious. I'm just curious. Curiosity is a great yeah. gift. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to know that. What made you want to be a pastor? Like, when did you decide you wanted to be a pastor? Um, I was already in seminary. So seminary is the school you go to to study to be a pastor, uh, at least in the Presbyterian Church. And I really thought I wanted to be a teacher. I really love my college experience. It was kind of the first time that I studied faith from really an intellectual perspective. And I kind of fell in love with that. And so I was enamored by that. And I thought I wanted to be a teacher. I didn't know enough about the process. I didn't go to a divinity school. I went mm-hmm. to a seminary. And part of my seminary education required that I spend a summer as like an intern in a church. And I ended up in Western Virginia in a three-church field, three churches that shared one pastor. Um, he was so glad to see me because he was exhausted. Um, but they had 35 members in one church. They had 60 members in another church. They had 90 members in another church. And I went and spent the summer out there in that rural area and fell in love with the church. And that's that. I was already in seminary when I realized, oh, I'm not going to teach. So what about the decision to go to seminary, though? To teach. To teach. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was your initial thing is I want to be a teacher. And then yeah. you fell in love with yeah. the church and that will yeah. do. That's awesome. Yeah. What's your favorite part of being a pastor? Uh, doing podcasts for young adults. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He knows how to pander. Yeah. <laughs> so what made Village want to start young adult ministry? You know, you've, you've been here a long time. Like 
16 years, 15 years, I heard? F- 15. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What made y'all want to start a young adult ministry? So uh, that's a that's a great question. I think every church wants to start a young adult ministry, but I think one of the reasons, I hope this is true, I think one of the reasons that Village is having success with that is we're not driven to start a young adult ministry to benefit the church. We're driven to do ministry with young adults because we think young adults, like every generation, there are spiritual questions and needs, and there's vocational questions. You know, what am I, what am I for? What are people for? All of that. And we're fortunate enough that we don't have to dictate how you address those questions, what the answers are, because it's not ultimately about the church. It's about the young adults. And I think Hallie gets that, lives that, breathes that. And so my hope is when young adults do come here, they don't feel like the church is trying to be self-serving in the ministry. That, that That's my hope. That's happened here, which is good. Not good. not self-serving, but yeah, good. Not to embarrass Hallie anymore, but that is the way that it is. I good. I've shared this with Hallie several times, but the young adult group here. I'm trying to remember like the series we were doing. You were doing something. I think Salvation was one of them that Hallie was doing, and like I came in swinging, like I just had <laughs> questions, man. Was this the uh, the theology series at the KC Beer Company? Probably, yeah, yeah. And I just. I remember, like, my church experience growing up was very, very legalistic. And it was very, like, rules-oriented and, like, you couldn't be, like, open and honest about, like, what you're actually thinking. You felt compelled to just, if everybody else was singing the song, raising your their hand, then you sang the song and raised your hand, you know? And um, I'm so grateful for that experience because it taught me a lot about grace. The young adult ministry here is, like pretty raw and that's at least from my perspective i appreciate the that aspect of it for mm-hmm. sure because questions are good we ask a lot of the young adults y'all ask a lot of them a lot of how they going i don't know but <laughs> tom do you remember like well you're still what you're not like 35 how old are you <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I remember 35. Okay. I remember 35. Okay. Well, what I was going to say is like when you were a young adult, I think it's common for young adults to have like life is a real thing. <laughs> like, what do you remember that? With young adulthood and your Yeah, questions? and I don't think it's going to change. Um, okay. If you're, if you're curious, I would say I have changed more in my own faith. In my own understanding of church, in my own understanding of ministry, I've changed more in the time I've been at Village, which is the last 15 years, and I'm 59, than I had from probably college days until then. Mm -hmm. And so I've had like another conversion that started in my Um, mid-40s. And so... You know, I think, you know, if faith is about God, God is big enough that if you think you've figured it out, then what you've likely done is made God smaller than God really is. And so it's not that you can't know anything. We do, but we never know everything. And so the journey continues. Yeah. Is that something about village that prompted it? It, it, it is something about Village because Village is a place that values question and growth and change. It also was an awareness that people who study religion say we're in a time of tremendous transition. That, that what it means to be a community of faith in America these days is, is different than it has been 
Uh, some will say it's the biggest season of change in the last 500 years. So it was my awareness of living in the middle of that and my choice to say, I'm not going to be one that fights to hold on to what was, but uh, want to be one to, as much as I can, try to imagine what's coming. And so it was partly the place that I'm in. It's partly the time that I'm in. And it's, it's uh, uh, you know, partly my own time in life. Tom, we've invited you to hang out with us today to talk about um, what your what your favorite confession is. Uh, that will actually be our next episode. Um, so just to give us a preview, what confession have you chosen for us today? Uh, I will say that my favorite thing is that the Presbyterian Church has a whole book of confessions. And the fact that we have a book of confessions rather than a confession, which is actually fairly recent, fairly recent historically, that happened in 1967. So for young adults, that's like ancient history. But in for like the church in the United States, the decision to have a book of confessions means that we are intentionally saying none of these has all the answers. And they disagree with each other at times. They they are in conversation with each other at times. But my favorite thing is that there's a whole book. Cool. Tune in with us next time. And remember to subscribe to Millennial Ministry on iTunes or Spotify or find us online at villagepresya.org.